we'd have mums groups come in we'd ask them what do you love about the business what don't you love about the business what services would you like us to add we'd give them free mums fitness classes because we realized it was not only about helping the kids but the more convenience you could add for the parents it's amazing when you start to do that they just become the most dedicated customers and yeah their loyalty was just incredible Hello, and welcome to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps marketers, business leaders, and entrepreneurs sell more effectively to the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Each fortnight, we bring you a deep diving interview with a marketing specialist from around the globe who can help you gain insights about this influential consumer. Let's hear from our host, Katrina McCarter. Hello, and welcome to season three of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. I'm your host, Katrina McCarter, and I am back after almost a full year's break. And I want to let you know I am returning with new energy, focus, and enthusiasm to help you learn how to sell more successfully to the world's most powerful consumers, mums. So, what is season three all about? Well, as always, you are going to be hearing from leading researchers, brand leaders, and marketing specialists from around the globe, just as we always have. But I'm actually going to be making one change this season, and I'm going to be introducing some entrepreneur stories where we feature the stories of people that have grown highly successful businesses by deeply understanding the mum market. And I'm going to be unpacking their learnings and insights made in marketing to mothers. And to kick things off, we are going to be speaking to one of Australia's leading health and fitness experts. Now, you might know him as The Bachelor, who graced our Australian TV screen some years back, but Sam Wood is a talented business owner who has been marketing to mothers for more than 14 years now. In this interview, which we actually recorded way back in early 2020, but I will say is still relevant today, we talk about the growth of the health and wellness industry, the success of memberships, and the important role partnerships and collaborations have had in scaling his business in recent times. So let's dive in. Hello, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. And look, it's a great opportunity to catch up. I'm really keen to talk about your business journey. And uh, I guess one of the things that I really want to talk about today is your success in marketing health and wellness to mothers. And I want to start, I guess, by taking you back in time, if that's okay. And I want to head back to 2007. Uh, You've recently graduated from uni with your human movement degree. You're in your mid-20s, I believe, and you've decided to launch your first business called Gecko Sports, which was actually Australia's first ever kids' gym. I have got so many questions in this in this section alone. I'm really keen to understand what prompted you to launch this business. What was the opportunity that you saw and who inspired you to go into business in the first place? Yeah, what a great question. It's, uh, it's nice to wind the clock back a little bit. So yeah, I was, you're correct. I, I hadn't quite turned 27 yet. I'd been personal training for seven years while doing my degree and I'd actually already begun to to attract a lot of kids as as personal training clients, which I must admit the first time I had 
a child come in as a PT client, I was really sort of surprised by it, but it was incredible to see the results you could get with these kids and, you know, helping them with their nutrition, building their confidence, losing weight, training for a particular sport. You know, they all had they all had their different wants and needs for being there. A lot of the messaging that I was telling them, I'm sure, was no different to what mum and dad were telling them, but it's amazing when it comes from someone else how it tends to sink in a little bit. And you just become a friend, a mentor, a coach, a trainer to these kids, and they really respond well. And because they're so young, you can you can really have a huge impact on the, the young adult they become or the success and that they have in their particular sport. And you know, we'd be getting great feedback from the parents that it's amazing how it's having this beautiful positive spin-off effect into their academic stuff and uh, social stuff. So, yeah, I really fell in love with helping kids. Um, you know, it was in not a particular direction that I thought I would go in. It wasn't a deliberate, you know, pivot. It was just something I loved. I always loved working with mums, got on really well with them. Um, a big, big percentage of my adult clientele was mums and then loved working with kids. You know, I'd be working with kids from sort of 7 to 17. So the idea to create a kids-only gym, not that it was really a gym, you know, it was basketball courts and running tracks and little boxing bags and little bikes and bubbles and it was, you know, it was a really sort of fun, bright environment for them to to have fun more than, you know, get, get fit, improve their motor skills, improve their balance, make friends, but most importantly have fun. And, yeah, Gecko was born in uh, in 2007 and before we knew it, we had 400 kids as members and we were doing four to six birthday parties every weekend and holiday programs and school incursions and footy camps and, uh, yeah, it really exploded. And um, it's a hard business to make money in because you're, you're trying to get a lot, you know, you've got relatively high overheads to have a bricks and mortar standalone kids gym and you're really only getting your revenue in after school and weekend time slots. So it was never a... It's never really about making a fortune. It was something that I just absolutely loved doing. I truly believe that there was a, a real need for it with the amount kids were spending time on screens and less PE and not eating particularly well. And it was driven from passion more than recognising an opportunity. But it was really nice to see that why doesn't this exist? And I, I honestly think it can. Um, I think it can succeed. Yeah, look, absolutely. Look, it, I think you're being a little humble. Gecko Sports was actually very successful. It grew to 40 locations around Australia. I think it must have been a pretty incredible opportunity to learn about how to sell to mothers or how to appeal to, to mothers. So I'm pretty curious to ask you, what did you find that worked really well in attracting mothers and their families to Gecko Sports? Was, was there something that they particularly responded to? Yeah, it's a great question. I think I think you've got to win the kids over as your first priority. I think if you if it feels like a sell to the parents and you're not doing it for the right reasons, that's not what a parent wants. You know, I think if you give these children an incredible experience that they just can't wait to come back for their next session, then the sell to the parents was pretty easy to be honest. It's I mean it's all I find it always interesting when the decision maker isn't the one that's getting the service you know like so, so you've kind of got to sell twice you know you've got to make sure the kids you know get on board and then you've got to make sure the parents get on board but I think because I was so excited and so passionate and so you know I had to even use this word about myself but I really was there for all the right reasons and I was so genuine that I, I just think the parents could see that and they could see that this was a really positive place for their kids to be and for the same price as, a, you know, 
a swimming lesson or a tennis lesson, it was just a really, really good option for their kids to get involved in. I think that you actually touch on something about passion. And I think that mums, one of the things that I've really seen is is for brands and business owners, they really need to uh, to share that passion for what it is that they do. Mums definitely want to see that before they jump on board. So I think that passion is really accurate in terms of what, what would have appealed to mums and families. I want to ask you, like I, certainly in our first business, I, uh, this is my second business marketing to mums and I learned a lot in my first business. Were there things that you learned at Gecko Sports that perhaps didn't work so well in terms of your marketing efforts towards appealing to, to families? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we were always trying to work out, you know, is it a better to be a B to C or should we be doing something using using the schools in a more direct manner? You know, it obviously becomes very seasonal around the school terms, so you had to be really sort of clever with you know, a mum doesn't want to find out about something in week four of a school term, it's too late. So, you know, we'd waste a lot of money in early days, blasting things almost all year round. You know, we really had to be clever with our marketing, uh, you know, the last week of a school term and then just as school goes back, you know, we'd spend kind of 80% of our marketing dollars at those times because that's when parents are making key decisions and looking out for new activity or extracurricular opportunities for their kids and then, and word of mouth with mums is and always will be your your biggest, you know, your biggest tool. And if you don't get onto that early, you you're just spending far too much money where you could probably get most of that momentum almost for free by building the right networks, rewarding your existing customers. We'd have mums groups come in. We'd ask them, "What do you love about the business? What don't you love about the business? What services would you like us to add?" where do you see our price point, you know, too cheap, too expensive, just right? Like we we really, uh, you know, we'd give them free personal training or free mum's fitness classes because we sort of realised it was not only about helping the kids but the more convenience you could add for the parents when, you know, they're so tight on time, the, uh, the more success you'll have. So, you know, we'd have personal trainers looking after the mums at the same time we'd be taking care of their kids. It's amazing when you start to do that. They just become the most loyal, dedicated you know, I never really thought of them as customers. They were the, the, the Gecko families. But, you know, looking back, they were the customers and, yeah, their loyalty was just incredible. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think uh, what you touch on there about remaining so connected with your customers is, is vital and you obviously uh, learn that really, really early on. Marketing to Mums, the podcast, is proudly brought to you by the Marketing to Mums Assessment. This personalised diagnostic report will help you understand how your brand is currently performing in your Marketing to Mums activities. The Marketing to Mums assessment will clearly identify your gaps and opportunities and provide you with a series of recommendations to attract, engage and convert more mothers and their families to your business. You can find out more about Marketing to Mums assessment on the website at www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash assessment. I'm 
I'm keen now to fast forward a little bit in time. And perhaps if we go up to 2015, maybe 2016, you've actually become Australia's third bachelor. You've met the love of your life. You've actually gone on and sold Gecko Sports and you've launched your current business, 28 by Sam Wood. It was an incredibly transformative time for you both personally and professionally. And in launching 28 by Sam Wood, you entered a really competitive market targeting women's health and fitness. I'm really keen to understand how did your product offering kind of differ from what was already available? And I guess what I'm really asking is what was the problem or the gap in the market that you were looking to address with this business? Yeah, it's a great question. I think I think it was a number of things. First of all, it was we wanted to make sure that it was all about convenience. You know, our workouts were didn't need much equipment, could be done in 28 minutes or less, and they were only at home. You know, there's a lot of online programs or fitness offerings that, you know, they've got the gym program and then they've got the at-home program, but you need a lot of equipment, so it's just another barrier. It was how do we reduce these barriers to make it as easy to get onto, but more importantly, as easy to stick to as possible because, you know, the, the big number one reason people don't go to the gym is time. You know, I don't have the time, I don't have the time, I don't have the time. So how do we how do we try and remove that barrier by making the workout so quick and you can help in your daggies track pants and press play on your phone or your laptop or Chrome, you know, Chrome TV or whatever you want to do and away you go. That really, really resonated well with busy women and mums. You know, we, we sort of created the program with a more broader approach that it was just a really great way for busy people to get fit. And very early on, it became obvious that the people that it was suiting, but, you know, we had 5,000 people have joined the program within six weeks and 96% of them were female and uh, the majority of them were mums. So then rather than try and be everything to everybody, we, we really absorbed that and went, right, this is clearly our market. And you say there was a lot of fitness programs aimed at women wouldn't agree with you more but most of them were aiming at this sort of bikini body 18 to 25 year old that's you know one I was a 35 year old so my relatability you know having kids and being married was much better with the you know the 30 to 50 year old female market anyway and two they're just a better customer you know they're they're loyal they stick to something they absolutely love the food component the mindfulness component and they stay around, you know, the 18 to 25s are quite easy to get on board, but they can be quite fickle, you know, they kind of go as quickly as they come on. So we wanted the customer to kind of suit the whole idea of the program. And that was, this is a sustainable way that you can get in shape always, not a, not a, a quick fix six week program. So yeah, we, we introduced pregnancy programs, postnatal programs, you know, Pilates, yoga, vegetarian, vegan, you know, everything that our female audience was asking for, we, we, we tried to give them as quickly as we could, but still with that really sort of high quality of content. I really loved it, Sam, because what we find is those Gen X mums, which is predominantly who you're targeting, they're the ones that come through in our marketing to mums researchers the most dissatisfied with businesses and brands. They feel really kind of overlooked. So I think you've been really, really clever in in honing in on, on that market segment. They know what they want. They've got high expectations as they should. But if you deliver, 
they they wrap your arms around you. Thank you. You listen to me. Thank you. You know, it's it's you know, and and they're so loyal. I just, I just think, yep. I mean, I'd much prefer a business with you know far less churn, great opportunities to then sell this same diehard audience more products, and and you know really build this great. 30 to 50 year old female ecosystem which you know we've got nearly 500,000 people through the program we just had our fifth birthday last week fantastic I was actually just going to say that you've had you've really had some great success over the past five years and so how how many thousand was it 500,000 did you say yeah 500,000 and it would be still over 90 percent female we definitely get more men on the program now but it's a a lot of them are boyfriends and husbands and brothers of of the women that join up in the first place and they're sitting on the couch feeling a bit guilty as uh as they see their wives or girlfriends working out in front of the tv and eventually they come on board but i think that's a really interesting point in itself we see mothers so influential because not only are they doing something about themselves but they're going out and they're actually selling your service on your behalf and bringing in other people because they have a lot of influence over their network so their partners um are uh, i'm not surprised to hear are participating um, in the program as well one of the th- areas that i really wanted to talk to you about was partnerships that's something that I'm pretty passionate about my listeners will know that I've got a another brand called partnership mastery that works around that partnership uh, space because I just think that they're the fastest lowest cost way to grow a business and I have been watching you for some time and I've noticed that you use partnerships really well to grow your member acquisition and also to really enhance that customer experience and I wanted to ask you you know how important have partnerships been to the success of 28 by Samwood? If you'd asked me that question two years ago, I would have actually said not very much. But the last two years, it's been huge for us. And it's, um, I think it was a culmination of we we're almost consciously not doing it because we didn't want to feel like we were trying to sell products to our members, you know, prematurely or in a disingenuous way. Or, you know, it was all about the program, the program, the program, making the program as best as we could. And sort of through, I think, having the, the right focus on those things and building a fantastic, um, you know, core group of 28ers and database and, and all of those kind of things, it's amazing then how the opportunities present. You know, it was very much a rather, you know, this push-pull thing. You know, if you, it wasn't a pushing for it, that the opportunities then started to come to us just because we reached a particular size oh yeah you become very very partner attractive yeah all of these fantastic brands that you know we we would get the the big one for us has been food partnerships we get um you know we've integrated our online um, eating plan where you touch a button and it goes straight to your online shopping with Woolworths and then your groceries arrive at your door at the touch of a button and then that kind of lends itself to all of our 28 is saying, well, Sam, what milk should I be drinking and what bread should I be eating? And, you know, which yogurt? It's so confusing. There's 20 yogurts out there. And because we were answering these questions almost on a daily basis through our customer service team, we're like, well, we should be partnering with the right yogurt so they don't, with that one, they take the guesswork out of it and they're buying the healthier option. And two, there's a, you know, really exciting commercial opportunity here that's just such a simple fit. So, and so aligned. Yeah, and it really, I mean, we do still get approached by people that it's it's not within our philosophy and we're really, really strict on saying no. You know, we would probably say no to 80% and yes to 20%. 
but the 20% are the right ones and they're, they're you know, they're, we don't want to be changing partner on a quarterly basis. We want these long-term partners that, that we can always recommend, you know, in, in that authentic manner. So, yeah, food partnerships and... Can I ask you actually just a little bit more yeah. on that food partnership? Yeah. And, and I really, I'm keen to delve into the Woolworths one in particular because that Woolworths one offers so much convenience. And I was really keen to understand, well, just so our listeners can understand, what what is the, the Woolworths partnership and how long has it been running and how did it come about? To be honest, we knew we wanted a supermarket partner purely from a convenience perspective how our 28ers were getting their weekly eating plan and then their shopping list and they were either then jumping online on Woolies or Coles or whatever it was and entering those ingredients in or they were going to the supermarket with their phone and ticking them off on the on the app as they walked around the aisles you know food uh, you know shopping delivery still hasn't completely reached it, it, its, its height, but it's amazing how much it's exploded over the last 12 months in particular. And we, I think we sort of saw that trend happening. We're like, look, those that do order online really enjoy that experience. And those that do order online, a lot of them are mums. You know, a big percentage of them would be mums who it's just a far, you know, I've tried to take my toddlers to the supermarket it's not a terribly enjoyable experience so <laughs> I thought all right we've we've got to get on to this and it, it these things take time you know we reached out to to Woolies and Coles to find out what the te- technical implications would be to do a full integration and when they're such huge companies like that it's you've really got to have some patience and and do these things the right way but it's really been worth it you know to to give that extra convenience to our members where they don't have to uh, double handle things and it saves them time is, is so powerful. And it's, it's interesting. We didn't really even have the foresight that it would then open us up to having such great product partnerships with these food companies, but it's been a total game changer. You know, one of the things that is really appealing to them is the Woolworths integration, that's for sure. Oh, absolutely. That that convenience bit and great for Woolworths and picking up all that extra business as well and loyalty. Your podcast host, Katrina McCarter, has launched her second book. Called The Mother of All Opportunities, this book has been written for board directors, C-suite, senior marketers and business owners to shine a light on the enormous opportunities for growth which exist in the mum market. Katrina demonstrates why now is the right time to rethink your relationship with the world's most powerful consumer, mums. Fast track your brand and build a competitive advantage by gaining critical research-based insights into this massive and underserved market. If you live in Australia, you can get your copy from www.marketingtomums.com.au forward slash book. If you live overseas, you can get your copy from Amazon. The other partnerships that has uh, really sparked my curiosity is the one with Bupa. And I was wondering if you could just tell us a little bit about what that has involved and how it benefits both parties. It's really interesting. We'd been talking with Bupa for a while. You know, there were so many synergies about what they were trying to do and what we could help them do. And, you know, again, very big organisation. None of these things happen that quickly, which is completely understandable. But then COVID hit. 
you know, we had this existing relationship with them. We'd been speaking about all these potential, you know, collaborations or partnership ideas. And I just loved how quickly they identified that the time for them to help their customers was now. And they clearly needed to do it in a really proactive, health positive manner. And it needed to be around at home. So they reached out to us and they said, look, I know we've been having some ideas, but we'd actually really like to do something significant with you. And so, yeah, we went back and forwards with how it might work and we were able to, I won't disclose the total number, but a very, very significant number of, you know, tens of thousands of Boofer customers were able to get free access to the 28 program in the peak of lockdown in the peak of COVID when they needed it the most. And the feedback from Boofer was incredible. You know, not, not, people don't really love their health insurer. You know, you have health insurance because you need it. It's not really a, you know, one of those brands that you, you feel warm and fuzzy when you when you think of. And they were absolutely wrapped at how almost for, in some cases for the first time ever, they were getting such beautiful positive feedback around what their health insurer had been able to do for them in such a sort of proactive manner. You know, most of us need health, in, you know, health insurance when, you know, we're really in trouble for them to be able to offer 28 for free to their customers when they need it most was, um, you know, something brilliant. And it was brilliant for us too, because we got to help so many Australians and so many of those customers are, you know, still members to this day and will be for a long time. Yeah, look, I just loved this one. It really, really got my attention. Uh, great benefits for Booper in terms of that positioning partner in partnering with you. And as you say, um, really changing people's, their members' perception about them, I thought was a classic one. Great, great example. I'm really keen to actually talk a little bit about the pandemic and, you know, we saw many gyms shut for, you know, extended periods of time. We saw the ability for people to exercise somewhat curtailed. You've got a scalable online program offering that was, you know, very well positioned to help the millions of people across the world maintain a healthy lifestyle, particularly during lockdown. I wanted to know how did the global pandemic impact your business, both operationally and financially? And has this led you to consider expansion into overseas markets? We've had the overseas discussion lots. It always boils down to opportunity costs. Putting all of the, you know, testing the market, uh, PR, marketing expenses, resource allocation. And it's absolutely something that we would ultimately like to do. But at the moment, there's just so much opportunity here in Australia that we do feel we might take our eye off the prize a little bit if we focus too much on the overseas opportunities. So for us, uh, you know, we absolutely, you know, 95% of our members are in Australia and 5% are, you know, sort of spread out UK, US, parts of Asia, New Zealand. And that's just been organic, expats, all of that kind of stuff. And it's interesting for now that that's kind of where we're going to stay. And even, even what you say is true, particularly on with, you know, with COVID being, you know, far worse in so many other countries, but there's so many other online options in those countries all going absolutely berserk, trying to sort of capture and help that that audience. So we, we did leave it alone a little bit and we focused our energies here in Australia, trying to sort of help people in our own backyard first and foremost. And it, it really changed our business. We, we doubled in size in 2020. You know, we'd already had a, a pretty good sort of 24 months leading up to that 
and yeah, from from March to November, the the business doubled. Wow, wow, absolutely massive! Big congratulations to you, Sam. You've been marketing to mothers now for fourteen years uh, across both businesses, and uh, I wanted to ask you: Are there three tips that you might share with business owners and marketers about marketing to mothers? Now, I really think you need to understand the audience. You know, it, it, it's and not not assume. And and I made this mistake when I was a twenty five year old personal trainer. You kind of think you understand the challenges that mums face, and you genuinely have no idea as much as you're trying to be empathetic and you know and thoughtful you don't you know until I've had my own kids and been able to witness it firsthand I haven't truly been able to understand how hard it is either getting back into shape after pregnancy or you know getting your kids who are fussy eaters to you know eat the right foods or you know you know it's quite a penny dropping moment yeah yeah getting enough sleep you know the list the list goes on so I think you really, really have to get in the trenches in any way that you can and, and understand what those real challenges are. And then every decision we make, it's not about what do we want, it's about what do they want. You know, we, we could build all of these funky, sexy features on our app that would make us feel good, but they wouldn't actually help the customer. And when it, you know, so we, all of our new features that we add to the pro, I mean, content that we add to the program, trainers that we add to the program is all customer driven. You know, we have a an internal place where they can, they, they put what they want next on the program. They might want boxing or they might want, uh, you know, vegan or whatever it is. And then it gets voted on by the customers and whatever is it in the top two or three of that list is what we work on next. Uh, yeah, so know the customer, listen to the customer, uh, take care of the whole family. I think, you know, we try and offer great things that they can use to help their, you know, we touched on this before, help their husband, help their, help their boyfriend. You know, they're often at a bit of a loss to how they get their hubbies off the couch when they're on a bit of a mission. We know that if both people in the couple are on the same page, it makes life and success a whole lot easier because you're supporting each other and you're in the zone. Um, and we do the same with kids. You know, we've got kids yoga and kids workouts and that kind of stuff on the program at the moment. And we're going to be uh, investing and developing a lot more in that kind of content because if you can help your kids stay active and it's at no extra cost to your subscription, then that's only going to be something that, that helps our mums even further. Oh, fantastic. I love that. And I love that you are so customer driven and so research based that they are really leading the development of what's next uh, in 28. So really, really appreciate uh, you sharing those tips and learnings with us. If people wanted to learn more about you, Sam, or want to learn more about 28 by Sam Wood, what's the best way for them to get in touch or find out more? The best way to find out about the 28 program is at 28bysamwood.com. There's heaps of um, workout ideas and recipe ideas and, and a complete overview of how the program works that you can find there. If you want to do some free workouts with me, head to our YouTube channel, which is Sam Wood TV. And if you just want to check out what I'm up to, goofing around with my kids and my family, my Instagram, Sam James Wood. Fantastic. We will make sure that we get those links into the show notes so people can find those pretty easily. Sam, I'd really love to thank you for sharing your business journey with us today and sharing your insights and being part of Marketing to Mums, the podcast. Thank you. I love what you do and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. 
I hope you enjoyed today's podcast as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. To me, Sam is such a wealth of knowledge when it comes to using partnerships to scale a business. And if you would like to learn more about how to connect with Sam or find out more about the 28 by Sam Wood program, I encourage you to head over to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Until next time, thanks for listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast. You've been listening to Marketing to Mums, the podcast, the show which helps you drive sales and profit in your organisation by developing a deeper understanding of the world's most powerful consumer, mums. If you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and a review and tell us what your key takeaway was or who your favourite guest was and why. If you would like to get the show notes from today's episode or any of the links mentioned, all you need to do is head to marketingtomums.com.au forward slash podcast. Don't forget to sign up to receive an email to let you know when the next episode is released. Thanks for listening.